0: This this, This, is the Scary
1: Movie movie Clubcast. Live from the clubhouse, it's Scary Movie Clubcast. This is Nadine. This is Amanda. This is Dahmer. And this is Mackenzie. And tonight we watched The Descent. The Descent. Yeah. Pretty good one. I would say that i probably give it a solid 3.8 girl strips, personally. I don't know. Amanda, Uh, what do you get? I...
2: I love it, like, it, like, gets me so good every single time. I think a really good test of the movie, I think it's good to see when you watch it on TV and there's still commercials, and, like, you're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. So, the first, that's the, the first time I saw it, so I'm gonna give it 5 out of 5 girls trips. Oh. Dahmer. <laughs> um, yeah, I also super
0: love this movie, I've seen it a billion times. Um, I show it to everyone I know. It's- and since we're rating it with girls trips, since it's very... Female positive movie. I think it's a 5 out of 5 movie. <laughs> okay, well, I said some judgment, but... <laughs> five, out five, 5 out of 5 girls trips. Mackenzie?
3: I would give it, like... I'm gonna say, like, 4.5, 4.6 out of 5 girls trips. I love it. It kind of reminds me of, like, a polished version of As Above, So Below. It is it is definitely one that I would recommend to
1: people. so good. It's so good. Which I will say too, when we watched it, Amanda screamed probably the loudest I've ever heard her scream. I agree. She'd already seen it like twice at that point. <laughs> it so many
2: times, I just love it. A solid Jump us just get Amanda though. I've, I've also, also had, had a lot of experience good. spelunking, so like I can I can feel like what it's <sighs> like to be in that situation. Yeah. I... Really? Oh, I did not know that. I mean, <laughs> I I'm not like it. a lot per se. I'm like an expert, but like out of this group for sure. Yeah, I've been in a ton of caves.
3: Yeah, cuz I've never and I don't really want to go spelunking.
1: Yeah, I would have no desire. <laughs> me either.
3: It's just not for me. I've for like to Tom Sawyer, I I caves is interesting,
1: but caves.
0: Not not if I have to crawl through things to get to places. That's a hard pass. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, what we got tonight for you guys is another What's your sign? Murderer edition. So tonight, uh, it's going to be special because obviously, of course, we're missing our sweet baby angel, Megan. But our darling little Dahmer has filled in for her. So we got Dahmer and Mackenzie paired up and then me and Amanda paired up. So first, we're going to try the game with Mackenzie and Dahmer's person.
3: Mm. We've cooked up a good one for Here you guys. Here we go.
1: We've cooked them up for a long time.
3: Alright, so... This person's sun and moon sign are the same thing and then their rising sign is different. So their sun and moon sign is Sagittarius and their rising sign is Leo. And so I'm going to be explaining the sun and moon kind of just together since I don't want to have to re-explain Sagittarius. And I also did a lot of my research on the combination of the sun and moon both being Sagittarius. So just as a reminder, your sun, moon, and rising, um, just a really quick... Summary is that um, the sun represents the core of yourself, um, the moon represents your inner self, and your rising sign is a representation of your outer self. The One of the biggest things about being a Sagittarius sun and moon is that you're freedom-oriented, and I would say that is crazy accurate for this person. I would say their birth chart is very well correlated with this person and, mm. and their crimes, I would say, which is really exciting because sometimes... We don't have that. So this person definitely traveled. Was definitely interested in freedom. Was definitely interested in and mm. in, in moving around. Sun and Moon Sagittarius are very fiery and energetic. Um, they can be impulsive, which I again would agree fits with this person. Um, Sounds
2: like a drifter killer.
3: Yeah. Um, advice for uh, Sagittarius Sun and Moon would be I know who it is. advice.
2: <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Amanda, you can't, can't guess right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna guess right now. I'm gonna let her finish. She's gonna
0: spell it with her eyes. <laughs> yeah, she
2: is. She is.
3: Um, advice would be to reel in their impulsive tendencies, which obviously, like, murdering isn't good, but I do think that if this person had um, not been impulsive with killing and had maybe planned, then they wouldn't have gotten caught so easily, like most serial killers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They tend to not be very emotional. Um, they don't understand when other people don't live up to their ideals. Sagittarius, Sun and Moon are known charmers. They're like people people. Um they <laughs> want to live in the moment of their actions, not think about consequences. Would you say that
1: this person's like a, a people person? Y- yes. Oh yes. I have a guess too. <laughs>
3: um they can hurt people and not care about it. Um, always living on the edge, limits don't exist. Uh womanizer.
1: Oh, big- <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Wait, stop! Okay, I need to do this person's rising Man, sign. Man, we are struggling to find the balance between people that are hard enough to guess, but that will actually know so I we know. don't look like idiots. That is a hard balance for us to strike. <laughs> it is clear. <queer. laughs> I know. This person's rising sign is Leo,
3: which again, like I said, it's already, I mean, the, They're the Zodiac. They're fire. <laughs> yeah, they are fire all the way down. Um, Fireburn Leo's. On the news for. Yeah. yeah, Leo's are confident, they like attention, they want people to notice you, um, desire for attention and to become somebody when it's your rising sign, um, very magnetic, aware of others and how they come across. Anyway, again, <laughs> I just want to say again that this person and their zodiac and their birth chart just aligns very, very well.
1: Sorry, she's over there on her drink. <laughs> Dahmer! I can't help it.
3: <laughs> um, alright, does anyone have any guesses? <laughs>
1: Should we say it on three? Okay,
3: one,
2: one, two, six, three. Two, Bundy. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness it, like, so like, it moves s- around a lot, and I was like, hmm. If I'm so, being totally
1: honest, as soon as you said Sagittarius, I was like, I Bundy. If it's Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because like, he's the only one that I, like, knew off the top of my head. <laughs> so,
3: isn't that wild? Ted Bundy's, uh, like, birth chart is insanely connected to his crimes. Are... Dahmer is gonna Dude. give us a little bit more information.
0: Bundy had this girl that he was seeing, and um, she broke up with him because he, she didn't think that he was motivated enough. Didn't <laughs> think that you know he was ambitious or that he was gonna go anywhere. So it was like, just like, not
2: back. husband material. He's right. trying to coast on his looks. I know. Bomb.
0: Freaking unibrow. <laughs> Don't <laughs> understand <laughs> it. it.
1: was a different time. I, I know, like, but it still makes me mad. <laughs> it still makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And so, what he did is he started getting really involved in politics. Yeah. Um, he he work. He's like, what Yeah, me. I am.
2: Marriage material.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he started, yeah, putting in the work for it. Um, uh, he got really involved with the Republican Party. He started um, working on campaign stuff. He got accepted what? into what? It's like Legally Blonde.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's legally true. Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it. No, it that's real... your new spec script. I guess. Yeah, get to work.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, eventually he started dating her again. Um, although it, I will note that he was actually dating someone else at the time. He was dating yeah. both of these people Straight at the same up time. Uh, really. He did that a lot. Actually, he would have like six girlfriends at the same time. Like. <laughs> wild
3: um i guess it's easier in an age without technology
1: mm, people awesome. be doing it nowadays people I be doing where, it how you have but... the time <laughs> let me keep track on that literally when i have one boyfriend i'm like you are calling me too much um, like you, you demand too much of sex? my attention like i don't think
2: like,
1: i guess like when I you be problems.
3: and you're all of them <laughs> all 99 of you are the 99 problems <laughs> i have <laughs> like I guess when you're a very fiery, attention-needing, womanizing, Sagittarius and Leo combination, you got time for six girlfriends at once. <laughs> if you, listener, are a Sagittarius sun and moon and Leo rising, please write in how many girlfriends you have.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I want to know. I think
0: it's also because it's not like he has has to put in any emotional mm. like time and investment in it.
1: Yeah. One thing, one thing that I will say also that's very interesting is that Sagas are kind of known for, like you said, being like a womanizer. They don't necessarily think about other people's like emotions and how they're going to feel because they just act so fast. Leos are known for being crazy loyal, so he puts out there as his rising sign to other people like as if he's this crazy loyal person. But his actual self and his emotions are just everywhere.
3: Yeah, he's like whatever gets me off. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Anyways. So he connects back with her. She's super surprised by this sudden turnaround. He's like a completely different person. She's like, sounds great, let's get back together. And they date for a while, um, even up until the point where he uh introduces her to one of his like coworkers or something as his or like his boss, as um his fiance. And then all of a sudden he completely cuts off contact with her. Uh her phone calls and letters went unreturned. And then, um, about a month later, she finally got in touch with him, and she demanded an explanation why he ended their relationship, and he went, Stephanie, I have no idea what you mean, and hung up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Bundy. Which, which all of us already know this story, and because of it, we call it, like, instead, you know, people are like, oh, they ghosted me, we call it bundy (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh my god. She, done me. she done me. Um, and then he later, uh, explained, uh, I just wanted to prove to myself that I could have married her. And basically, he dick. used the entire relationship as a way to get revenge I, for her breaking up with him in the first place. Yeah.
1: I will say, it is a Leo thing to do. It's like that, I just wanted to make sure that you wanted me. <laughs> yeah. A mess. Um... Also, uh, so his
0: grades started failing after a while. He wasn't doing so great at school. Eventually, he just stopped going, and that was also when he started killing people. Eventually, he went back to law school at the University of Utah and was suddenly struck by how he just couldn't do well in classes, and he said something how um, it was a great disappointment to me that... Other people had some sort of intellectual c- capacity and he didn't. I think he had it in his brain that he was this elite human being, and I'm yes. so great. And all of a sudden, everyone was, you know, on top of things, and he had no
2: idea what was going on. He went, "What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come again?
2: Wasps I mean, will mean, be like. <laughs> that's, but that's like that's like a serial killer to a T. It's like they're not good at stuff. Like they're not talented, and like almost anything they do. And so they're like well, I'm just going to kill people. And then they're not even good at that. Because they get caught. All the ones we know of got caught. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In
0: high school, in interviews, he would tell people that he didn't have a lot of friends because he didn't understand why people would make human connections with each other. He didn't understand the purpose. Or As an introvert, <laughs> I kind of get that. <laughs> also, I think that he may have said that for attention, though, because some of his classmates from high school... Uh, said that he was very sociable and hmm. well-liked.
1: I think so, so. So,
0: hmm. a lot of times you'll find with Bundy's interviews, he'll yeah. say something super inflammatory just to be gross and to get people talking about things.
2: And then, and then, in a different interview, My something event. totally
0: different will come up.
2: Well, yeah, that was like his whole thing when he was in prison, to just be like, anything to get him off the death penalty. He was like, maybe if I make myself more interesting, they'll want to study me, and then they'll put it off, or like, Whatever it, whatever it took to get him off the death penalty was what he was willing to do or say. Sometimes,
0: there was a, actually a murder where he ended up kidnapping two different people. This is the boat yard, not boatyard. he was at a beach, crazy. and he asked two different people, he asked a bunch of ladies if they wanted to help him get his boat off of his truck or car, and he had his arm in the sling, and... Um, most of them ran away when they saw he didn't actually have a boat. But he ended up kidnapping this one lady, uh, last name Ott, and then a different lady went to the bathroom and never came back. He kidnapped both of them on the same day, and he claimed that uh, this Ott lady was still alive when he brought the other girl back, and he made her watch as she killed the uh, as he killed the other lady and did terrible things to her. Um, But then before he was going to get executed, he started denying all of that. So I'm up in the air whether I think he goes, I think, between wanting to be super out there and make people go, oh my gosh, and then not wanting to get executed. (laughs) Super wild. He was super good at murdering people in the sense that this is a time before DNA, but he was very conscious about what he left behind at a crime scene there was no he didn't leave forensic evidence behind that was his thing and it was really frustrating police because they they didn't have a whole lot to go on I and mean, they couldn't release what they did have because that was their only you know thing they that they might be up. able to use yeah. against yeah. him yeah. this man is disgusting i forgot about the necrophilia <laughs> and wikipedia has some disgusting
2: adjectives that they use for things i only mean, how he would wash the hair of the heads on yes! heads and then put so, lipstick on them.
0: Yes. He kind came back to the corpses to like shampoo their hair and stuff. Hm. That's kind mm. of what I it got. He's crazy. Nice. Yeah, he's, he's gross.
2: An gross, insane
0: person. that worked
2: Disgusting. on also, no. his childhood was well. crazy with being raised by his grandpa- grandpa- grandparent a very abusive grandfather. Sis his mom is being raised, raised as his sister. As his
0: sister. And then also his aunt, his sister aunt, um, said that he was super creepy as a kid. She'd wake up from naps and he'd be, she'd be surrounded by knives and Buddy <gasps> would be just, like, watching her smiling. And she was like, she's like, I gotta go. Hard pass. And it was theorized by family members that um, Andy's father was his grandfather. Yeah. Gross. Meh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Blech. laughs>
0: Not, not, not great, guys.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Alright, so now Amanda is going to start off with the zodiac stuff for ours.
2: Okay. So our person's, um, sun sign is a Scorpio. Generally, Scorpios are, like, clear thinkers, good judgment, good memory, creative mind. I mean, maybe this person had sort of a creative mind, but they weren't good at it. I mean, like I said, serial killers. Aren't good at things. Mm, yeah, I would consider them creative, though. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair. But they are peoples of extremes, which you kind of have to be if you're going to be killing people. Mm. They apparently they're kind and dedicated to friends, but this this person had no loyalties. When someone shows negativity towards a Scorpio, they will either covertly or openly be cruel to them.
1: Hmm. Hard truth. <laughs> very true to this per-
2: of this person. True uh, the Scorpio, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they are unpredictable and often don't even know how they will react to a situation. So they don't even know what they're going to do when something crazy happens. Which definitely true of this person. They can do a lot of good, but when they're angry, they can be very severe. Again, this person all over. Um, extremely acquisitive and curious. Maybe. They will go to extreme lengths to pursue their interests without regret. They like to have like-minded people around them with the same mental maturity because then they can better understand these other people as their competition and can more easily control them, which 110% yes. They long for recognition and they befriend people who are generally less intelligent than them because they enjoy being admired. Very true (laughs) of this person. Ancient astrologers consider them to be geniuses, um, but their skills are often limited, and they have a difficult—they have difficulty realizing their original ideas. So they're not really good at like executing the things that they come up with. Very driven, this person. Hmm. Um, in order to realize um, their ideas, they often have to be driven by a negative energy to outdo someone and prove them wrong. They are very charming companions. They have a lot of good ideas that will affect people around them. I did air quotes, by the way, for good ideas, because this person didn't have good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had a lot of ideas. Yeah, <laughs> some people might think some of them were good. Yes. Um, they have attractive personalities and spare no effort or means to entertain people around them, which I think that this person definitely had. They have strong personalities. They're usually skillful at concealing their feelings, leaving their partners unaware of any feelings of jealousy or envy, which is not true of this person. They're well-suited for leadership roles, and they demand, they're demand they demanding yet popular among subordinates, which, yes, they have a fighting spirit, and they apparently they have a talent for medicine and healing, and make especially good surgeons but random. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh, <laughs> if you were, like, very true, I'd
0: be like, well, you're really throwing me off my I know. And like, <laughs> okay, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> and you're
2: like, ooh. Um, and so their moon sign is Aquarius. Ooh. Um, because he's like, I would get down with this person. <laughs> I love Aquarius. <laughs> okay, so um, they have a complicated relationship with their emotions, Aquarius is...
1: You know, fun fact about Aquarius is... They're supposed to be, like, on the Zodiac, like, the exact opposite of a Leo. But my best friend is an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> so opposites attract. Oh. Um,
2: yeah, and Aquarius is... They have a desire to be free of negative emotions. Fear, jealousy, and anger. This leads people to um, expect them to be very tolerant of their negative emotions. They often create as much distance... From their natural instinct and their emotions as possible, which is not true of this person. This person did what they thought and felt. Life often forces them to confront reality. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, this person definitely struggled
1: against that. Yes.
2: <laughs> they weren't going down without a fight. <laughs> and are often an impartial observer of life, who gives great advice.
1: Nope. <laughs>
2: no. A hard no. A resounding no. This is definitely, this next one is definitely true. They tend to attract indifferent, unpredictable, and unraveled people. Friendship is an important part of their romantic relationships. They have a strong need for freedom um, of expression that can lead to moodiness and unpredictability. Very true. They're happiest in the company of others and find it easier um, to process their feelings and remove fear. And so their sending sign is Tauros. And apparently Tauros is like to take life slowly, but they're also restless. Definitely. This person is definitely restless. Yeah. I don't know if they like to take things slowly.
1: Yeah. And especially since they're rising signs, like they come off as restless. This person
2: really comes off as restless. Yes. <laughs> they, they make plans. And they build work systematically in order to achieve goals. I mean... <laughs> Hard to say. (laughs) This person probably did do things and build things, I don't know how systematically and I don't know how much sense the things they did made to their goals, but I think in their mind it did. Yeah. (laughs) They may become lazy or want things to say the same even though they have no purpose or meaning. And they may come off as too passionate, mysterious, and manipulative. Yes. Yeah. They're devoted and observant when it comes to romantic partners. Nope. Their difficulties in finding a partner come from mistaken doubts about their value that are hidden. No, This person thought they were the beasties. Yeah. They had no trouble finding partners. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> do you have any guesses right now? Or do do you they have myths? a following of girls? <laughs> Is it Manson? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You got
0: it. You
2: got it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> so I get looking at Mackenzie. I'm like, ah.
2: <laughs> he was a monster and a pimp. Let's just keep did that you, in mind.
1: Yeah. When my, when Amanda said Taurus, did you know? Well, I I think I
3: knew when she said Aquarius because I was like, I'm pretty sure he's a Scorpio, and then it was like, but I laughed at the way she said Taurus.
1: Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I I knew it was one of the two. So a little bit about the crimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were so many. <laughs> Like, literally, I could have researched crimes that Charlie Manson was attached to for months. So I'm just going to cover some of them. Uh, the first one is the Bernard Crow shooting, which happened July 1st, 1969. Charlie told Tex to get money for the family. And so he called the girl that he knew and uh, was basically like, Hey, I'm trying to buy some weed. We have a hundred dollars and we have small like a kilo, but they only sell it for twenty-five kilos for twenty five hundred. Um and she was like, you know what? I think I know someone that would be willing to buy the other part for you. Like, and like take it off your hands. Uh and so then they like went and they met up with Bernard Crowe, who was the other drug dealer, who they were going to do this deal with, and he, it was Tex and Luella, and I think TJ was also with them in the car, and they go to supposedly the drug dealer's house, and, uh, like, this other separate drug dealer who they're going to get the 25 kilos from, and Luella has to stay in the car with the people as, like, you know, hostage, basically, while they go mm-hmm. and get the drugs. And Tex just leaves. Because there was no other drug dealer. All of it was made up. It was just to steal their money. And so he takes the guy's 2500 and just hitches back to the ranch. Yep. <laughs> and leaves Luella. And he literally even... There's, like, a quote of him being like, yeah, I wasn't pressed about if anything happened. Or, like, that's not what he said. But he was like, uh, that he didn't care what happened to Luella. And so then... Uh, Bernard called the ranch and was like I think Charlie answered he was like where is Tex and Charlie was like oh he left weeks ago I don't know he's gone and he was like <laughs> I'm gonna come there and burn this place to the ground it was basically what he said he was like I'm gonna take out the whole ranch and Charlie's like you know what I'm not gonna sit on this so Charlie takes TJ and went to his place and when TJ chickened out Charlie shot him and they left fun fact, Charlie thought this man was mm-hmm. dead up until he was called as a witness against nah. him. Dumb. And then he was like, oh, this guy's alive. Yeah. Dumb. Oh my gosh, there was this one couple that they murdered Um, like, after, like, Charlie was already in jail and a bunch of them for the stuff, but he was still, you know, giving orders and whatnot, yes. and so they murdered this other couple. The reason I saw a few different reasons, I'm not sure which one's exactly right, but it seemed like essentially Charlie was like, you have to murder these people so that they don't, like, rat us out for things, basically. Mm-hmm. And so they, like, killed the guy near the place where he lived and then, like, halfway buried him like doing, like, a terrible job. And then the woman they brought, like, back to the ranch and killed her, or maybe not the ranch, wherever they were at that point, mm-hmm. and killed her and she was in the basement. And... They, they had an eight-month-old baby that was, like, left in the house. So it was alive. They didn't kill it, thank goodness. But literally, like, it was when someone saw in the news that these people had been murdered that they went to their house and was like, oh, gosh.
2: Like, like there's a been... baby
0: still here. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Eight-month-old? Oh, my gosh. Ah, very upsetting. I mean, it's just, the whole thing is upsetting. It's, like, one of the most upsetting crimes. It's just, like, the fact that... Some of these people have been around children. Some of them, some of the girls were mothers, and, like, they were okay with
3: killing a pregnant Sharon Tate. I think a lot of it was, like, through all the drugs and brainwashing and manipulation, because brainwashing can be super effective, and especially when you're drugged up, it's, and You're like,
0: isolated on this ranch. Yeah. You, people who are tell- all thinking
1: the same You thing. become
3: so us-against-the-world. It's like, Sharon Tate's baby doesn't matter. Our kids do matter. No one else matters. Like, indoctrinated and isolated and brainwashed into like it's us against the world like we are the ones that are going to be like usher in the revolution and like nobody else is human to us like they don't
1: matter like he was definitely trying to like create that like apocalypse right right
3: they're very apocalyptic like and so i think that's why like a lot of it was like they they probably didn't care. They didn't even care if the baby lived or died, the 8-month-old.
1: You know, they didn't yeah. care. They or they would have taken it with them. I know honestly that's what I wondered to myself. Yes, I I couldn't figure it out when I was looking it up, but it seemed like they knew them fairly well. And so I'm very confused as to like why the baby was left there because they seem like the type that either would have just killed it because they're terrible people or yeah or taken it and just like raised it it as your own exactly what do you care just another kid to add in the mix
0: possible that somewhere in them was a little bit of they are like, I can't kill it.
1: Well, but I but they also back. left it for death. Like, I mean, if no one had found those other yeah. bodies, that baby would have
2: died. It was yeah. eight months. It would have died. But yeah, part of in a, f- abandoned in a house in California that probably doesn't have, like, air conditioning. I body. think but part yeah, of it, it feels, feels better well to just it? leave
0: it up to fate than to actually do something about yeah, it. Yeah, Like, I somewhere think in your brain.
3: That's why, I mean, you see the history of, like, someone like TJ that can't. It's like, when you're actually faced with, like, I'm, I am the choice of their life or death they start panicking, some of them will panic, like, when they went to kill Sharon Tate and, a company, and, like, you know, we know some of them couldn't go through with it, or that kind of thing, and, like, the point is, like, they're still indoctrinated and brainwashed into thinking in the first place, like, we are going to go murder somebody, but, like, when you get up close to it, it's a little more overwhelming, but I still think, like, you don't care still. Like, they still left, like, the, that baby, for example.
1: They're just, like... It's a weird compromise in the you know, middle. Yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, did they know about the... Like, part of me is almost like, did you guys not know about the
3: baby? Yeah, yeah. that could also be I true. Yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe
2: you know, they just
3: didn't... Genuinely didn't know that there was a baby there.
2: Yeah. I mean, what I think is so interesting about, like, the Manson family and everything is, like, it's just, like, all these people that he, like, attracted to him, like, we're all, like, young kids. And, like, a lot of them were, like, they did well in school, like, a lot of mm-hmm. the time. And I just, I mentioned the same thing when we were doing our research, but, like, I just feel like a lot of them didn't have the street smarts, and that's, like, what Charlie had. He had the charm, and he had street smarts, mm-hmm. whereas all of them were just dumb kids with, like, book smarts, and no idea what the real world was like.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I whereas agree. he's, like,
2: borderline illiterate. Yeah. Man, I watched this one thing, and they interviewed Squeaky in it. Mm-hmm. She's still in love with Charles.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I read his biography, Charles Manson's biography, which is a wild ride in half. And it doesn't excuse his crimes, but it does, it's, I mean, it's like all of them. They all have had horrible lives. Bundy had a horrible life. It doesn't mean he should kill anyone. Yeah, I
2: mean, mean, a Um, lot of people have horrible lives or have had worse lives. And come out of better people than these people did.
1: Right. Yeah. Well yeah, and I think to me that's kind of the biggest thing is I think that Manson gets all of the credit and all of the blame. And I disagree personally. I think that he's an idiot. And I think that he was just as messed up as all of them. And like, yeah, yeah he was leading the cult, but He's nothing special. Like, I don't... I think that all these people get so excused where it's like, oh, I was just doing what Charlie told me to do. Right. No. You murdered a pregnant woman who was begging for the life of her child. You're a bad person. Like, I... Yeah. Yes. It's not an excuse. Yeah. No. yeah Charlie wasn't even there.
3: <laughs> like, I agree.
1: I think it's, it's like,
3: I don't with the brainwashing excuse it's like you're still brainwashed but like you do get confronted with the choice it's yeah of like yeah, no i have the choice a to take gun to your
2: head saying you kill sharon tate or we kill you it was right it was there, you go kill sharon tate balling, and it was like,
3: like yeah okay i would love to go kill sharon tate like
1: you know yeah because charlie was doing drugs too and honestly yeah. i think that he was like brainwashing himself a little too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he was <laughs> making,
2: when they were all dosing with LSD, he'd always make sure to give himself a little bit less yeah, yeah. so that he can control the situation. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yep.
1: Alright, uh, one of the other murders is Gary Hinman. Uh, this was on July 25th, 1969. Members of the Manson family held him hostage for two days, trying to force him to join them. And then, like, because they wanted him to join him because he had a lot of money, so they were like, you're gonna be part of our, um, family, and you're gonna give us all your money. Mm-hmm. Sound good? And he was like, "Yes." And they were like, on. you can't pass. And so then Charlie comes in with a sword and slashed his ear,
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, then a different guy stabs him to death. Yeah. And I'm not, okay, so I'm kind of really frustrated because I watched this one video, and I can't remember which one it was, and I watched like a million, so who knows. But one of the guys, and I think that it was in reference to this murder, I'm pretty sure, but I'm not positive. So if I misquote this, guys, I'm sorry. But I think that he said that literally like, so Charlie came in and wanted him to kill the person, and then the person was, like, scared, and then Charlie, like, slashed them in the ear, and they were like, what are you doing? And Charlie was, like, showing you how to be a man, and then they (gasps) stabbed the person and, like, finished it.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: I think that's crazy, because with Sharon Tate, everyone was like, oh, my gosh, this has to do with Rosemary's baby, because she was pregnant, and blah, 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 and that's clearly what's happening here. on
2: victim blaming.
1: Well, then, the next, like, the next woman they kill the next day is Rosemary LaBianca. (laughs) Like, yeah. if I were in the news, I for sure would be like, ah, see, what did I say? I told you!
3: <laughs> That's so funny. It's not funny, but it's like, hmm.
1: It is very random. Yeah. yeah. Um, or is it?
2: <laughs> well, it was. Because,
1: <laughs> because Charlie only went there to kill them because he just so happened to know how to get there. That's the reason that they went there. So stupid. He's not a smart man. His IQ was, like, 109. Like, a little above average. Which, I mean, in all fairness, like, I wouldn't say that he's not smart. Like, I I don't think that he was given the chance for, like, a proper education and things like that. but, um. Doesn't
3: mean you can uh, kill people. No.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys, at one point, he served time at the Frederick's, or at the Federal Reformatory in Petersburg, Virginia. What? What? Do you wanna know why? Why? It was because he was transferred there when he was 18, because a month before his parole hearing that had a pretty promising chance, he was caught raping a guy at knife point.
0: Ew. That's oh.
1: Yeah. That's how the Charlie did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: No boundaries, baby. Just crazy. Um. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> he had three kids. <laughs>
2: No Boundaries, Just Crazy, the no. Charlie Manson story. I <laughs> love him. <laughs>
3: we have that and we have um, Legally Bundy.
1: Legally Bundy. Oh <laughs> I still my really want to watch Legally Bundy. <laughs> Legally Bundy and No Boundaries,
3: Just Crazy, the Charlie Manson
1: story. <laughs> um, so when they were looking for the gun, like when the police were looking for it, a 10-year-old boy actually found it named Stevie Weiss.
2: Do you want to say it, man? No, I just think it's so crazy that it's like, this This whole investigation was almost completely bungled if it hadn't been for, like, random people and, like, reporters finding evidence. Yeah. And
1: then people just eventually telling on themselves. <laughs> yes. Mostly that. It was mostly that. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, because so much was literally just handed to them. Yeah. So, so this 10-year-old kid finds that he's only 10. He doesn't touch it, because he knows that, like, he <gasps> <you> shouldn't touch <gasps> a gun. little baby <laughs> murder. He goes and gets his dad. His dad comes. His dad is also like, we his don't touch a gun. His dad touches it. No. No, <laughs> no. no. His dad is also like, we don't touch yeah. a gun. Calls the police. They immediately touch it.
2: <laughs> like, touch all over it. Thank you. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I saw this Throwing one it. thing where the, like, where the kid, like, goes and talks to his dad later or, like, someone, like, reporters, like, he just puts bare hands all over it.
1: <sighs> Charlie had this lawyer. Apparently he was the only good lawyer, supposedly. The lawyer basically decided to, like, start working with the women I think. Essentially Charlie got mad at the lawyer or something and he pointed at him and he said I don't ever want to see you in this courtroom again. The man never came back. Asked me why.
3: <sighs> why? He did <dead.
1: laughs> <Hey-o. Yeah. laughs> bang bang bang. When Manson was a kid his family was poor, so they didn't get Christmas presents. So what he would do is he would go and steal presents from kids in the neighborhood <gasps> and burn them. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> My gosh. He was crazy. He's like, that can't have no, Nobody that can't get presents!
2: <laughs> Probably sounded just like Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I just thought that this was interesting. It was like some random thing that I heard from this podcast I was listening to that was like people going over like the psychology of Charles Manson, and they talked about how like, we talk about um flight or fight but it's really like flight fight freeze or appease um where you like sort of give in to the person a little to like Mm -hmm. try to calm them down basically and they were just saying how like it's hard for us to imagine because most of us aren't being physically threatened uh, like on a daily basis or something so it's hard for us to really like picture how you would think in that moment
0: right i think i'm a freeze i I have to assume i am a freeze as well let
3: me
1: attack you really quick because but my sister was that serial killer in my house and i was like ah. i know you just need to learn to silently freeze, so you at least have a chance <laughs> no. oh when he was like this is a good one when he was like 80 he got engaged to like a girl in her uh-huh. mid 20s and they never got yeah, married star. yeah do you want to guess why it didn't work out why wouldn't it work because he killed her. You'll never guess this. If you guessed, I would give you $20. Like, it would be insane if you guessed. That's right. So, the real reason <gasps> is because he found out that she only wanted to marry him because she wanted the rights to his body mm-hmm. so yep. that then she uh-huh. could, like, sell it as an attraction for people uh-huh. to come and see once he Put was dead. Put it on dead. tour, baby. I would uh-huh. see it. Of course, you would. Gold oh, digger, what's your thing in the wrong place? There
3: ain't no gold, ain't no gold just more crazy.
1: Oh. Did you know that like a thousand people have claimed that they were invited to the Tate house that night? Wow. There were six people there. Okay, no. <laughs> like, a thousand people. They were have like, playing. I was supposed to be at that party. <laughs> oh, okay. I have a couple like fun little quotes from him that I thought were funny. Uh, he said, I was so smart when I was a kid that I learned that I was dumb. <laughs> Stupid. I <laughs> love it. Okay, this one was my favorite. So he was talking about Bundy and he said, pornography i've been looking at it all my life it hasn't affected me anything <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's in jail he was a pimp
1: <laughs> he went to jail for being a rapist exactly And <laughs> think
0: he got denied parole
1: for being a rapist didn't affect me anything <laughs> didn't affect me anything <laughs> oh he tried he tried to plan an escape from prison in a hot air balloon yeah okay. love it <laughs>
0: You know, oh, a you, do. Round of applause you have to here. love it. People the... said he wasn't smart. I'm mean, I thats where the guys from Red Dead <laughs>
1: Redemption 2 got their idea. Yeah. Oh, there's a breakout of a prison
2: scene where they use a hot air balloon.
1: <laughs> Sharon Tate was buried with her son in her arms. Oh. They named him Paul Richard Polanski. My heart. His grandfathers. Oh my god. I might cry a little bit
0: right now. Yeah.
1: No, On the, I know. think that's one of the moments when I cried when I was <laughs> researching.
0: So, like, the unborn baby was in her
1: arms yeah, he was, I mean, she, was she was eight, eight months she was eight and a half months yeah oh so okay. that she was a full baby that baby was viable like if she could have just given birth right then that baby could have maybe possibly yeah. yeah it was a full baby she was crazy pregnant all right yeah so that was our what's your sign murderer edition for charles manson and theodore bundy <laughs> all right guys you can follow us on facebook and instagram at scary movie clubcast and subscribe to our channel on youtube See you next movie night, and don't forget there are eighty-two days until Halloween. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: So, do you not agree that *The Descent* is like a female-centered movie? Or something? I mean,
2: it's like female-centric. I don't know how much. Female. I don't know that it's female-positive. I don't know oh. that it's, <laughs> girl- <laughs> it's not like, girl. It's not a girl power movie because it's like. All the gone. one girl cheats on the other girl with the other girl's husband and then, like, keeps a secret and, like, like, totally backstab each other. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But it's
3: definitely female-centered because the main characters yes. are females. So, yeah.
1: Okay.
3: It was just... I think it was just, like, funny, too, the way you said it was, like... <laughs> since <it's> It seems <laughs> like you
1: were joking. I know. That's why we all laughed. It seemed like a joke. It like a weird
2: connection. A-C-A-B. Tell <laughs> <zombie. laughs> I don't know what to tell you. When a 10-year-old's a better cap then you you've got a problem with your... Police department, I don't know to tell you. True. Gosh, it's
0: my number one hatred. I mean, there's a lot of things that are my number one hatred and it depends on what you know, time of day. But <laughs> I hate it when cops destroy crime scenes. Yeah. They like, create like, I why <laughs> I
3: want justice. I hate it when cops anyway
1: Who <laughs> cool. um yeah, I know. I I don't have his name written down, which is a real disappointment. Uh, and Charlie like a...
0: what's in a Patron patrol
2: shop? Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm very
0: knowledgeable on other things, okay uh, uh,
1: Let's see. Oh, also in that same podcast, they talked about that there is a Manson family musical in
2: Germany. and they were like
1: shocked and I was like, why are you shocked? <laughs> I was like if any crime could easily be sent into a musical.
2: Yeah, really. I, yeah. I would like to see that musical.
0: Well, yeah, but if I'm on a super fancy jet, I'm getting a massage. I don't care. You're pl- not getting a massage. i do not <laughs> what's, what? what? what's happening. This isn't like crazy Rotations. <laughs>